Okay. Uh, PKN uh, 101. I was like, hey, if we have a first topic, and, and Taylor's like, yeah, wanna. That's all I needed to hear. That he wanted that, like, he had a topic he wanted to talk about. And it's Pokemon Go. Yes. So are you glad that you. You got behind that before you knew what I was campaigning for. <laughs> you or, know, I've played you know. it now. Um, you have? I okay, have. Okay, so first impressions. Let's get some. It's a very... And, and aside from, like, all the glitching and lagging out, because everybody's so, having that problem. I, all right, so just to lay this out there, we didn't play it very long. We played it for maybe, I'm going to call it 45 minutes to an hour. Colin and I went in the golf cart, and uh, we drove around. Like, my house seemed to have nothing. Like, there was nothing in my house, nothing That's in common. my field. I could, like... I, I knew there wouldn't be a lot, but I thought there'd be like lame pigeons here and there or something. Did I pronounce, is it pigeons? Whatever. No, but, but it doesn't matter. You know, doesn't we matter. all know. Yeah. Yeah, any, anybody who knows knows what you mean, and anybody who doesn't know doesn't know. <laughs> so I thought there'd be a bunch of lame pigeons or something in the yard. No, no, there was nothing. So we went over, like our house is surrounded by medium density housing. Uh, it's just like regular suburbs, uh, subdivisions. So we take the golf cart into there and start going after all their uh, Pokemon. 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 I'm sorry, I'm learning the, the vernacular, and uh, and and we found them. They were there. It seemed like every couple of minutes we were catching another one. And uh, Colin was doing it, and I'm I'm being like the best dad I can possibly be, even though he's kind of sucking at these Pokeballs, right? <laughs> and, and we we haven't run out of any Pokeballs, but I know from our conversations that they're a limited resource. So I'm watching them, flicking them left, flicking them right, seemingly having no concept of the idea that you have to control how far they go. And, and just, I'm just like, all right, all right, you know, like, you want some help with that kid? You know, dad's a gamer. And uh, <laughs> so so we did that for a while. And um, uh, I guess that's really all there was to it. We caught – oh, my phone's not in my pocket. I'd show you my lineup. But, um, yeah, we, we caught a bunch of things. We even evolved one of them. And, uh, you know, just in the end, I'm like, I, I don't know why people do this. And I feel like such a dick for saying that because all games are silly, Right, and, and and it doesn't matter whether you're talking about chess or Fallout or Pokemon. Right, they, you just don't really get anything for it. It's for fun, and but you don't, you're not seeing the fun in this. Yeah, so that's so the let thing. me help a little. So, mm. what you played was like like one like twenty percent of the actual game. So the game is about catching these Pokemon, and some of the Pokemon you catch, many of the Pokemon you catch, are nothing more when you boil it down than fuel. Fuel for your big Pokemon. You want one, two, three, four big Pokemon that are special and powerful that you're going to use later to take over gyms. So, like, there's a couple of gyms around here with my name on them and my character standing on top with my badass Pokemon in front. I went out and took two churches today. It was great. Yeah. And I'm going and I'm I go in and I have to beat all of the enemy Pokemon that are in there with my with my guy. And it's it's challenging because there's a you're dodging, you're using quick moves, and you're using power moves. And like a combat situation, um, so, my Pokemon versus theirs. No, and I have I, to. I have questions about that. So it sounds yeah. like you're actively playing your Pokemon when you take the other one. But that other guy is on like remote control or something? Like, like yes. That, All AI. the Pokemon you're fighting at the gym. So like I Our took AI. over the gym today, and uh -huh. I left my Snorlax at the top of it. Now, if someone comes by... And goes, oh, I want to take that guy's gym. There's a Snorlax defending it. And he beats my Snorlax. I had no control over its moves. Like, it's just an AI Snorlax. Because if you did have control over it, it would be really, really unfair. 
because you could stack like eight people at the same gym and if they all get a little notification of hey some guy's trying to take you down suddenly it's like oh okay now you have honestly zero percent chance because i can just i can dodge as well yeah it's, so you kind of have to have it on ai it's hard enough to beat you know one pokemon in a 1v1 but then if you're beat you've got to beat many of them uh to take the gym over and um it, yeah it's so if like say you have to beat four okay after you've beaten the first one, does the damage from that fight carry over to the next one, or do you? Yes. It, okay. Yeah. So, so you, you got to really gotcha. come in there and wreck house. It's not um, like Street Fighter, where every time you're both at full health again. You yeah. Know, well, it depends. Was, there's there's a couple to get different. Better at the action. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, you can. You can. You. I'm red team, so I can go to a red gym, and I'm just sort of beating up their Pokemon, trying to become the the top dog there. But I'm also. Um, you know, and in that scenario, I'm not getting to change Pokemon out. But if I go to like a blue gym, then I can, right? I can I can use like a like my whole lineup. I got like a lineup of guys. And so what'll happen is I'll take out their fo first like water Pokemon with my electric Pokemon, and then you know the next one will be like um, I don't know uh, an animal Pokemon. So I'll I'll switch out and use my psychic Pokemon against him. And so in that regard, when you're going like red against blue and actually taking uh, a gem away from the other team for your for your team, then you are kind of using your whole lineup if you'd like. I yeah. see. I was getting a lot better at the actual fighting of like you. Apparently, you wait. I, I read. I'm reading on the Pokemon Go Reddit. When you see the yellow flash, you swipe. You swipe twice, I guess. When you see the yellow flash in the beginning, to dodge, dodge, because they'll start with two attacks. The AI one, and I was getting good at it with my little like weak electric Jolteon, which is an electric type, which means in this game its defense is fucking horrific. And so if I just don't dodge and just try and trade blows, I'm gonna get butt fucked. And so I was getting a little good at that, and then I started using Snorlax. And Snorlax is a Pokemon that is it's one it's one of the biggest in the game, and it's modus operandi is to take as much fucking damage as you can throw at it and Six. ask for more like yeah. thank you sir may i have another like snorlax doesn't give a fuck and so now all i do to win is just is just tap the same spot on the screen because he there you haven't encountered anyone yet that so can beat but to answer your up. but to get back to the, the the you know the thing at hand what what makes the game fun but um the majority of the pokemon that i'm actually going out and capturing I'm like I'm just giving them to the professor who I suppose grinds them into something which he then compacts into candy and then he gives me back a candy for everyone he grinds up and you use those candies obviously to evolve pokemon so I'm trying to get uh evolved version of versions of the good and effective ones like the Vaporeon or a Snorlax would be great I don't have anything like that so evolving um, my pigeon was a dumb idea it no, was you got XP see this is another mechanic of the game is is getting as much XP uh, as you can uh, in the most efficient way possible. There's yeah, I don't need to brag. Mechanics. We're already level four. Like I think. We're... <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> hey, that's something. It it becomes a, a steeper incline I'm as you sure. go. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's rough up at around level twenty. Um, but the thing is, so so like when you evolve a Pidgey, you're um you're you get like five hundred XP. So what you, what people will do, what I do, is I catch lots and lots of Pidgeys. And then I cash them all in for candy, except for, you know, if I've got, if it takes 10 candies to evolve a Pidgey, then I only need five Pidgeys to evolve because I'm it, it, with 50 candies. So I get the right ratio that, so that it's correct. Then I throw down a double XP egg and just sit there and evolve them all as quickly as I can. And I'm getting like a thousand XP for every one. So like doing things like that and grinding on your character is part of the game. 
Um, but for me, I'm driving around a lot and going to all these different locations, and that's fun for me, like driving to all the Pokestops, because there's lots of kids out there playing, and they, I don't play like this. I never get out of my car and look around like it's an Easter egg hunt, but I see the kids who are doing it, and that shit looks fun. It looks like a real... That's what makes the game good, I guess, because there's a real-life Easter egg component to it that I'm really not into. See, um, that, that's a thing, too. Like, I see people wanting to like get close and like Easter egg hunt and such. But that's not really our experience. We just drove around in the golf cart and then stopped driving whenever it that's popped because up in there's front a, of us. There's a yeah. broken component of the game right now. So there's a, um, a geolocation that applies to the Pokemon and it uses footsteps to indicate how their right. distance. So if something is three steps away from you, you can consider that kind of a long distance, but it's you know in your area and so on and so forth down to one when it's very close maybe one step away but that's broken so all you ever see is three footsteps so okay when someone, yeah yeah so what will happen um and maybe this has contributed to the success of the game what will happen is you'll have a park full of kids and they start communicating because as a group they're a big geo uh, geolocator. So the guy on this end of the crowd can see Snorlax. The guy on that end can't. We know it's north. You know what I mean? So then the crowd starts working together, and everyone could have an op an, uh, the ability to possibly catch the Snorlax. It's not like there's literally one. There's one for everyone. Mm -hmm. So the, the whole group starts working together in real life, like it's multiplayer, and, and I think that's contributing I some think of the, like, it would be so pro. awesome to get some vlog footage of Kyle and like I picture fifty-two eight-year-olds. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you do, but you shouldn't. It's so bizarre. Like um, I got up early uh, a couple mornings ago, went out and got breakfast, and uh, went to Chick Fil A. It was delicious. And I sat there by a Pokestop uh, with a lure out, catching Pokemon while I ate my breakfast. And there were four cars that came and parked next to me, and one of them was a cop. <laughs> One of them was a cop. I thought the cop was seeing what, what kind of like weird back alley gang we had because it's really kind of tucked out of the way. And uh, I, I was like, hey. I waved at the cop. And he's like, I was like, I'm playing a game. He goes, me too. <laughs> I was like, that's my cop. I bet I they've like, got my some lure. crazy strong lineups if you're a cop who plays this right now because you're like, <laughs> Suddenly, you know, you know, Johnson, we noticed you're patrolling the same four spots for hours on end. <laughs> well, it's where a lot of the activity is going on. And, uh, just, That's well, my side of town. But it says you're leaving your car out. every 15 minutes to recharge your phone. What's going on in there? Like, <laughs> the uh, thing I want to bitch about with it a little bit doesn't have to do with the game as much as me just being a little pissy at how much better luck Chiz is having than me and Kyle. Because I swear to God, every 15 minutes, we get a text from or a message from Chiz saying like, oh, caught a new super rare whatever, or whoa, an egg hatched into this Arcanine. And I'm sitting I'm, uh... there like, how many Pokemon have you caught? And I asked yeah. him this today because it'll, it gives you a full running total of how many you've caught total. I've caught hundreds more than him. Hundreds. Not by not like one hundred. He's caught like seven hundred total. I've caught a thousand, and he's got he's seen thirty percent more shit. So I'm just not seeing anything because I guess I Missouri doesn't have a great to ecosystem. That Chiz might be cheating in some way because Chiz's lineup is so fantastic, and I guess I'm just forgetting that like there's big parts of the day when I can't play. But like when I go to town, like there's some days when like I'm running errands. 
And I can play this game the entire time I'm running errands. Like, so if I go out and stop at six stores and pick up a bunch of stuff and it's five hours of driving around, I'm playing Pokemon Go for five hours at a time hitting Pokestops. And yet somehow he's still destroying me. Destroying me. Yeah, the egg thing really illuminated the possibility of perhaps a bit of cheating for me. <laughs> That's because the other thing. So the egg thing, you have to go to Pokestops hope when you swipe it that you get an egg then you can put in the egg in the incubator and it'll hatch and it's random hopefully you get something good and the, the now, hatching you need to walk ton. it to incubate it is... you have to walk it correct which is another thing he's not big on around it eight miles an hour but the thing about it is so i messaged chiz and we were talking today i'm like how many pokemon have you caught i've caught a thousand oh i've caught 700 well fuck that doesn't make sense well how many Pokey stops have you visited? I don't remember what his number was, but I visited 140. Kyle's visited 119 or something like that. You I think don't know I his remember. number? I desperately want to know it. Like ballpark. Uh, I don't here. know what it is, but I said, "What's <sighs> your egg total?" He said, "I've had 149 or 142 eggs hatch," and I'm like, "Okay, that's that's more than like that's like four times as many as me. Like, how are you possibly getting this many more eggs than me?" When, for the first few days we were playing, you were just saying you were playing from home. Whereas this entire fucking time, I've, like, every errand I go on now is a, is so long that when I say, like, oh, I'm running to get Qdoba for dinner, because I just trump up new ideas to leave the house. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, so we'll great. be like, oh, are you going to really go get Qdoba? Are you going to go play Pokemon Go? I'm like, well, I'm going to drive across the street. Little column A, little and column I'm going to hit all of those Pokestops, and then I'm going to drive a few miles to Qdoba, and then I'm going to come back, hit the same Pokestops, and then there's some more the other way. And so I'll be back in an hour 15, you know, for what should be a 20-minute trip. Yeah. And so I've been doing that a lot. And so I'm just thinking, like, there's no fucking way, Same. unless he's just getting all eggs that – that he I'm, has that many more than me. I gotta be honest. Like, Can like, you buy like, him I'm with money? No. No. Okay. So, like, I'm already impressed with how Taylor, like, outpaces me. But I would say he's outpaced me by, like, 10% every day. Like, like, he matches what I do, and then he still, like, extends his lead ahead of me. But Chiz just destroyed us somehow. I, I, I mean, I'm going out every day. At, you know, every one of my... Like, like, there's no, like, homebody days anymore. This app, it really is... It's like, ah. Uh, we need milk. See you in two hours. <laughs> like I get back and I'm just like glug 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 glug. We need we need more milk. <laughs> well, this one was for the gallon challenge. The other one was for breakfast. I forgot to get a second. We need more milk. Yeah, the thing with Chiz is like I don't think he's cheating, but I don't know because he's also very tech savvy and he could figure something out like that if he wanted to. But oh oh the the smoking gun, I'm a higher level than Jizz. So what level are you? Higher than four? I'm, I'm halfway <laughs> to twenty three, so I'm level twenty two. Okay. Jizz is a level behind me, and he still has found so many fucking more Pokemon than me. It's like two, three days ago we texted and we're like, hey, what's your Pokédex? And I was like, oh, I've caught sixty or whatever it was, and Jizz is like, oh, I've only caught forty. Kyle's like, oh, I've caught fifty eight, and Fast forward three days, I'm at 73 captured and caught unique. Kyle's right around there. 16. And, and Chiz is at like 97. So just out of nowhere, just just straight up through the ranks. And I don't know. It's it's all, all the can, fucking eggs. And I don't know I how know, he's doing eggs. Now, I know he, he said that he's been going out a lot. So all I can imagine is that he's somehow getting, getting a – I don't know how he's getting all those eggs. Because he's getting the eggs and he's hatching them, and to, and there's no way to like 
Yeah, no, the, oh, oh, the no, fan no, wait a minute, trick, wait, wait. the... Wait, I'm sorry, Taylor, what'd you say? Oh, no. I've got a choo-choo train. I've been running mine on, and that doesn't even work that well. Like You bought the train? Of course I bought the train. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> Things great. No, you yeah, literally have a model train to run yeah. your to exercise your phone. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna put it on. I, I was gonna put it on this show, but I felt like I should save it for PKA. <laughs> so I'll have it in the background, making its making its rounds with my phone attached to the top. That's Just so like, fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes smoke. It's got little lights on. It'd be good. Does yeah. it? It doesn't help with the game much. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is there a way that you can make the track so it's very long? And yeah, then... I need more track. I'm gonna get more track. It's very cheap. I, the track is, so I'm gonna get more track and make like a 50 foot circle. And uh, honestly, like like I'll keep tinkering until I've got something that's just outside with a with a central spinning point and a long string, so that the circumference of the circle that it's making just by spinning a little thing is like you know 100, 200 feet or something, and just let him crank out a few k a day. Because I got nine eggs in here, and and they're just getting nowhere, nowhere. Yeah. It's taken fucking forever. Now, as you rank get... up, is it more difficult to incubate eggs? No, but 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 some there are better classes of eggs. There are eggs that hatch at varying distances, mm -hmm. and I I would equate it to those CS:GO crates, right? I think some of them are higher percentages than others, but you could still get a you know a million dollar prize out of the the lowliest of egg, I think. But there are two kilometer eggs, um, five kilometer eggs, and ten kilometer eggs. And uh, a 10-kilometer egg, as you might imagine, is much more likely to give you something really, really nice. Yeah. So it just seemed like overnight, Chiz hatched like 110k eggs. <laughs> yeah, I've had two. I've, no, I've had three 10k eggs the entire time I've been playing. Every single two. one of them has been an Eevee, which is the most common thing you can get from there. Every single one. And yet Chiz is texting, oh, I got an Arcanine. Oh, I got a Kabutops. Oh, I got a Machamp. Oh, all these really rare things that I'm not even seeing on the gyms. No, like all the, uh, the Geode guys or Geodudes or whatever. Like yeah, he's got Golem now. So do you need None to of... collect like multiple so, yeah, of these things to, to evolve them, right? Well, the eggs give you lots of the candy in one shot. So you might hatch an egg and get get like a, a an Eevee, and he'll come with 25 Eevee candy. So you're like really close to getting your Vaporeon already. And and that will contribute to other Eevees you've already captured. So it's a boost in that way. But um, still, you know, you don't get one that's like ready to be evolved again normally. Right, and, you, and you don't, he's not immediately useful either. Like if you get something you've never had before... You need more of those to start winning gyms, right? Almost all the Usually, time, that's true. Yeah, oh, okay. unless you happen to catch one that's really rare and already really strong. Yeah, but it, like there are diamonds out there running around. See, that's what keeps me into the game, really, is because it's a there's a percentage calculated in the code of this game. There's some there, I'd love to see it. Like, like how often do, does a Mewtwo, you know, CP nine hundred just show up? You know, and, and like when and where? Um, but it's got to be like a one in a million shot because I don't see them. Uh, ever yeah uh, you know i see lots of ratatas and lots of pidgeys and uh, now that I, as i'm ranking up different pokemon are becoming more common though um so that's definitely a component of the game so now i'm seeing a lot of polywags i'm seeing um lot, lots of the ekans uh the snake guys yeah. uh the the goldines the like the one that looks like a really fish, pretty like koi yep. fish um I, i'm seeing more and more of those so i, I haven't seen I, i've seen three pincers since i've had the game though so or skythers See, it's totally so. It has to be somewhat regional, and it, I I'm think going that's to Texas. Now. 
But I'm, hey, uh, there you go. New yeah, shit. going to Texas at the end of the month. I'm really excited about the prospect of hunting some some uh, Texan Pokemon. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I've I've got the only like super rare thing I've got is the Snorlax, and I don't even yeah. think that's super rare. But I mean, it, it's pretty fucking rare. Very few people have them. But I, I've caught three of those, so I've got three of the same really rare thing. Which of course I slaughtered one of them to feed the stronger. And that one who's in second place right now isn't too happy about his chances, but you know maybe he makes it. We'll see. He's, he's really hoping for a little. He's really hoping for a little brother. <laughs> he's really hoping. Just to, he's out there helping me. You know, doing the Snorlax call. Come over here. You can trust me. You know? <laughs> this guy's oh, great. Not that guy. Not, you're too big. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, I just don't get it. There's Chiz has got to be either cheating or hanging out at a Pokestop stop all oh, fucking. I, yeah, let me throw that in there. I, I I think here's here's what he could be doing. If he's sitting somewhere, and I think he may have said that this is the case. I think he's he, he's going on little Pokemon adventures, and he's found a good place to sit and like drink coffee or something. And I think he's sitting between multiple Poke stops and just spinning them all, and you know, from one seat. And it's just you know, if he were to sit there for eight hours, I suppose that this could happen. But I don't know how. He's hatching the eggs. I don't understand either. And I don't care if he cheats to hatch the eggs because I'm all for cheating to hatch the eggs because that's one part of the game that's just... Too grindy? The eggs to it hatch depends now. how it's... you cheat to hatch the eggs. I made the argument last night that because it's a children's game that Kyle's use of the train is totally fine. It's, it's, under, it's, it's par for the course. That's what a child would do. If you're on the computer... <laughs> hacking into a phone and making it think that it's connected to a 747 a child right. would not do that that's no. not acceptable no I wouldn't you do that either it, you have to tie it to animals you have to put it on a train <laughs> uh, you can put it on a string and like swing it from a bridge or whatever you want to do but it has to be a children's solution <laughs> I thought of tying it to animals it's my favorite one yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like animals, i love uh, that if you lived around here, we've got tied dogs we've got be. three dogs that'll really cover some kilometers like yeah, I, I. Going too quick though. You need a a shitty little maybe twelve year old dog. They they legs. They wrestle with each other and stuff. They're not always running yeah, in a straight line. They're just, they're just messing around out there. That'd work out nicely. Yeah, I'm gonna find some way to hatch my eggs more quickly because that's one component. Because like I'm full of eggs and it's like, well, I guess I gotta go walk around and not play the game actively anymore because I have no room in my inventory to like go out and hunt more eggs. Well, I can keep them, but I want to hatch them now. I, yeah, I want to hatch them. That's going to be the little thing that I want to buy more as the game goes on of those incubators because I'm not going to have the fucking patience to go one by one on those things. They're not that expensive. They're like a 30 cents each use when you boil it down. But uh, can, I mean you can hatch a bunch of eggs at once, right? If you, you have need multiple incubators. Yeah. The game comes with one that's free that has unlimited uses and then from then on you have to buy them. So mm -hmm. if you if you've got ten eggs you're working on, you need to buy nine more incubators and start walking. Unless well, you, you want to leave a bunch of eggs not being incubated, and you just walk say five kilometers for the one that's currently in the incubator, and then that hatches. And then you can pick another one and put it in there. But if you want to get credit for all of them, you got to load them all up. With it, it, see, I, I guess there's not much value in. It. I just feel like like if you're a dog walker or something, you should sto totally just like have a backpack full of phones. Yeah. That's a service already. We, uh, Chiz linked it the other day. They were charging, you know, for different kilometer distances to walk your Pokemon, and it was like five, ten dollars or something like that. And I just imagine a guy like you said 
back backpack full of cell phones, doing his regular 10k run, mm -hmm. you know, and just being like, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. <laughs> Uh, and there's another component of the game, and we'll probably wrap up Pokemon talk after this, but where, like, currently I'm the master of a couple of Poke Gems, so I'm earning um, the same credits that are exchangeable for money and items in-game from my time of being the, the leader of that Poke Gem, as well as, like, some in-game, like, magic fairy dust bullshit. So there is that, too. So that's that's the part I'm into now, is I want to literally take over every gem in my area which is like six or eight gems, so it's it's definitely possible. You're holding them for a long time too. Yeah, for days, which is, I think is unusual in a, like a populated area. Plus, yeah. I've got that really high. I've got a 1700 CP Vaporeon in there, so he's pretty tough. Hmm. Yeah, those things are so OP. I, I have a different topic. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. With yeah, it. go for it. I changed the got. oil in our cars today, and I think Jackie's car might be dying. There were metal mm. shards that came out of the oil pan. And I'm not 100% sure where the shards came from. Like, first of all, I changed the oil in two cars at once. And then as I dumped the little basin into the bigger basin, that's when I found the metal. So it could have been from either one, but we suspect it's from Jackie's car. And the I'm not talking about shavings. Like, some of the chunks were like a centimeter long. And you, know, you drop them and they go ting when they hit the metal. Um it it looks like the gears on something or the bearings get stripped out. I don't know what it is. I think that you should trade that car in ASAP and get her a nice new car. I that might be the move. Yeah. Like yeah. like like you know dress it up whatever you got to do to make it not have any symptoms. It doesn't really. It takes a tiny bit, but you have to listen for it. And it doesn't tick when it's in park. I don't know what the scoop is. Yeah, with that. I don't know. Maybe put a ten, make ten more uh, weight than normal oil in there. See right. if that quiets it down for the day. You know, or just put like an analog clock in the passenger seat. So then they're ah, thinking, cool. like, oh, that, I'm sorry, we, I'm, a, I'm a clocksman. I keep a lot of them on me. And so he's like, he'll never know. <laughs> I'll just put the Tourette's in full. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> me. Or just every time it starts to tick, you just, oh, ow! What's that? Oh, no, my Tourette's it changes every time. No! Oh, sorry, it's, it's, oh, it's crazy. That's when you accelerate it. So, you know? so um,. Uh, but yeah, and, and again, like I, so it could be a bunch of things. Last time I changed the oil, I literally did every mower in every car and the golf cart at the same time. So I'm like, was it left over from that? I really don't think so, but possibly. This time I did both cars, so it could have been either car. But the fact that Jackie's car has a slight tick to it, is, it implies something. It's really mild, though. And I think that engine that's in your truck is super reliable. Yeah, it has a reputation as being that. So it seems more likely. Well, not Toyota's, yes, but also the particular engine that he has is it, it's just it's a very durable thing. And so it's more likely that it's Jackie's V8 or V6. I guess it's uh, the V6, she has right? a V8. Yeah, she often oh, reminds yeah. me that her car can beat up my truck, which is bullshit. But <laughs> you're like, I love that you. You're like, and I thought about it and. No, it couldn't. <laughs> That's it's not like even true. Alone would you misinterpreted. Me no, it's, it's, I'd it's, back away slowly while, she, while her car <laughs> overheated and stalled, and then I'd crush her from the driver's it's side. It's not but, that it's bullshit that her car could do it. It's bullshit that her car could do it. The state of affairs that we're in is bullshit. Her car is faster. It, it, 
ah, it could pull more. Need to correct it has a higher tow rate, tow rating than my truck. Bitch. You need to say no. My car can beat my truck. <laughs> you don't have a car. Would you like a flying machine in lieu of a new one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> As she's running to the store to take coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the cake would come in handy. Full throttle! Full throttle! <laughs> the weight of that gallon of milk makes it hard to take off on the way home. Yeah. Splatters it on landing. And that's not cape weather. It gets sucked in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so yeah, I don't know. Like for me, it's a big thing. All of a sudden, I've got like I don't. We already, we could sorry, potentially just rock the car for a while and see if it really does have issues, or we could maybe do a trade in or. That's where you are on that? Yeah, because you were already thinking about getting the new car for Jackie. So it's like, ah, oh, this is a sign from God, if there is one. You know, whoever sends signs through automobile mm-hmm. failure. Yes, they do. Uh, right, right. <laughs> Say, maybe a sign from Satan. I don't know. Someone is sending you a sign that, yeah, it's, it is time to pull the trigger on that. Woody, this one's getting sickly. And as of right now, it's just a little tick. But next week, I don't know, fucking timing belt goes flying or something. Who knows what could happen? Um, you know, you could trade that bad boy in, get full value, maybe several thousand dollars more than it's technically worth and uh you know get her in something new and uh fashionable well, how old is the car that she has now it's an 04 so that's, all right i guess that's actually 12 getting up. years old huh yeah, yeah. it's time yeah trade yeah. it get a new metal shavings it's that's... not metal shavings hey, you know i could go get it do you want to see it no, I, I can a... picture small bits of metal. I got it. <laughs> it's, no. it's just when you say shavings, it implies like sprinkles of metal. No, these are like chunks. Little of, chunks. Little chunks. Oh, that's yeah. That's that's pretty serious. Um, in any case, I mean, you were already thinking about it. So, like, what would you get? Do you have any ideas? Like, she, or does she have any ideas? Yeah, what are her? I think she really wants another forerunner, and all I want for her is to open her mind. Two other cars. Like I just feel like whatever car we buy. Uh, yeah, but let me finish the thought. Sure. I feel like whatever car we buy should win the car buying competition, right? Like we should be looking at the Explorer, the Forerunner, the Tahoe, and whatever else is is there, and whatever rises to the top should win. It shouldn't be a one man race to start with because then you don't know the best one won. Okay, go ahead. I gotta say I'm a huge fan of the Ford Explorer. Um, I was gonna I've, say that. I've rented it on my last three trips, and I'm and uh, I'm gonna rent it again on this next trip. Uh, I've driven that thing in the mountains of Colorado with snow and ice. I've driven it in the deserts of Texas with sand and fucking jumping over um, railroad tracks and stuff in it. Um, driven off road in Texas all over that wildlife life place up up really steep gravelly hills where the the four wheel drive had to be really thinking to keep all four mm-hmm. wheels uh, from from slipping. It was loose gravel, and I don't know what the incline was, but it was a – you wouldn't have wanted to walk it. It Like walking it would have been precarious. Sure, right. It was, it was extreme, and that thing went right up it like it was nothing. And I was terrified at the base, and by the time we got to the top, I was so proud of that car. Um, I, and uh, so I would go explore. I, and there's like lots of like creature comforts that are just really nice from the backup stuff to the air, AC seats, uh, the heated seats, same, uh, heated steering uh, wheel. Mm-hmm. That's really nice on the – I mean, we we're in Colorado. It's every time we got into the car, we had to knock the ice off the the door handles. So a heated uh, steering wheel is just wonderful. Yeah. And they have heated and cooled cup holders All that you can shit. get it with, which is just it's silly until you have it. 
And then it's like, oh, I didn't realize how much I really have an opinion on the temperature my drink should be. Like, <laughs> can't get any cooler, can't get any hotter. But those are really, really nice, the Ford Explorers. Like, we, they, when we were in Sacramento, what's the one bigger than an Explorer that they still Expedition. sell? Expedition. Expedition, yeah. Is that the biggest one? Those are Expedition. really big, yeah. Those are the biggest the things. The Excursion is the one they discontinued, and yes, they oh, still sell okay. the Expedition. Then, then I must have had an Expedition, but I'm not certain. I, I thought it was bigger than the Explorer on that um, trip in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh my God, it was fast. It only had a six-cylinder. I wasn't. I went in, I opened up the hood. I was like, what the fuck is this magic thing under the hood? It, it, the thing went like 95 quietly, and it just slithered around. It was a six-cylinder... Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a thing. Well, then maybe it was the Explorer then. It was definitely Ford. Been... It had air conditioning seats. Because the Expedition seats. Is, is the same thing as like the Yukon F-150. XL. Like that's yeah, big. It's a big truck. It's it's three rows instead of two. Yeah, um, it's like a Suburban. Same size as a Suburban. I should go yeah. back and check the tapes, actually. We vlogged yeah. that whole trip. <laughs> um, I've... Um... But, I've always, I, I didn't used to like the Explorers. Um, when I was selling them, I didn't like them. Uh, uh-huh. I liked, the, che- I liked the, um, the, the Chevrolet better at that time. But like right now, I, I haven't driven the Chevrolet, the, the, the newer one. So maybe if I got into to one of those, I'd be blown away by that. But I've got a lot of experience with the Explorer and no bad thoughts about it. Huh. What other ones are you thinking about? Because so, I, I haven't driven any, but I've heard that she stuff wants like the runner. Honda Pilot is really nice. I think that's a size smaller or maybe not technically a size smaller but practically a size smaller. Oh. Yeah, I the the pilots I see on the street don't appeal to my aesthetic. Um boxy. <clears throat> you know one that's like unique and apparently is super nice. I've never driven one, but I've been in one before. The Ford Flexes. I think they're a that's... little goofy looking and they have like that sh- kind of shiny roof on a lot of them and they, but they look a little smaller, bit odder, but they're super but nice. They're, um, I think they're like one of the crossover SUVs, the Ford Flex. And Jackie has surprisingly strong opinions about being taller than other cars. She wants to be able to crush them like a bug, right? That's like part of her buying criteria. And, and she has just loved that Forerunner the whole time. So, How ooh. about a Yukon? Uh, that would be on the list. You know, you'd think we should be looking at the Yukon. Uh, Those are nice too. That's the GMC version of the Tahoe, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. So th- it's nicer than the Tahoe. Yeah, and right. it really is right. nicer. Like, like I never really liked the Lincolns. Like even the Navigator, something I didn't care for. But, but definitely uh, the Cadillac and the GMC versions over there with with uh, GMC are just great. I've been talking about air conditioned seats for a while now now the part of it comes with jackie's air conditioner until about a month ago when i fixed it properly didn't work well like it really struggled to cool the car off and i added the refrigerator and i changed the the blower assembly and now it works great but the whole time it's just it's hot and leather seats i don't know why people love leather seats so much everyone agrees leather seats are the thing that you want Except me. Like, dude, they're really hot. They don't breathe. They're sweaty. They're like, you, if your car is not really cold, like if you don't have a fresh, you know, less than five year old air conditioner, yeah, you know, I'm doing one of these deals afterwards, like airing out the t shirt because I sat on a leather seat. It, you're familiar with this, right? Yes. And, yeah. And, and that yeah. doesn't happen with cloth. I have cloth seats in my truck and it's not the same kind of thing. But, um, I think because of that, Eric, Jackie's like, it's not that I love the leather seats. 
I love all the other stuff that leather seats means. You know, if you have leather seats, no one has cloth seats and like air conditioned seats, nav systems, high end stereos, and all like. I don't know if backup cameras have become I mean, more it, standard. If you but... if you literally would prefer cloth seats, you could special order a car, and it doesn't cost very much. Right. I I hear you. Because um... people would do that sometimes. You know, for some reason. <laughs> they would want like something they feel like I don't or a good reason. You know, sometimes they would want all the nice shit, but they don't want carpet in the truck. They're like, I don't want carpet in there. It's a work truck. So they'd want, you know, the rubber mats. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would happen sometimes. And, you know, some for some reason, some people would special order a manual transmission in like their driving daily F-150. Um, but, yeah, if you literally wanted cloth, you could do that. But the the real thing to do is to get the air conditioned leather. Because then you've, it's perforated with this cold air puffing through it. And it's like sitting on an air hockey table made of soft leather. We had it in it's Sacramento. Great. And um, it's great. Like all other air conditioning, it, it, you know, it really helps. Like once the car gets moving, you know, like it, it's not like you turn At the that car. that remote start, baby, it's GMC. Yeah, that, that would be great. Uh, and, and we even had it. I just wasn't really used to it. But, it takes um, a second to figure it out. Well, Double lock and then start. I don't like announcing that my car is starting and I'm still not near it a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, the thing you know, is for really us, announce it, it just starts. I think at home it would make a lot of sense. If you're like staying at a hotel, like you're not even in remote distance till you hit the parking lot. And then what? You go back to the eighth floor and let it cool for a bit. It's a long no, no, no. distance. I can, I can yeah, yeah. Is it? start my car yeah. from... I do it yeah. in my bedroom. Like I'll wake up on like a cold morning and I'll be like, that car is going to be toasty as a motherfucker. I'll take a shower and by the, you know, that car will be running for 20 minutes by the time I get to it. It's, I open the door and it just heat bellows out, billows out. It's great. Have you ever uh, huh. remote started? Because I've done this before where I remote start my car when I'm like going to go do some errands or something. And like 90 minutes later, I'm like, oh, fuck. It turns itself off. I've let it running so long that it turned itself off. Yeah. I don't know how long that timer is, but at some point it's like, well, I guess he's not coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And after it's all warm for him and everything, son of a bitch. (laughs) This isn't good for me. (laughs) Are we going to get any more eggs today, Kyle? (laughs) I think that kid's taking that church gym back. (laughs) I'm so jealous that you're holding gyms for like 30 hours. The longest I've held one now is, the longest I've held one is almost three hours, with my best shit. Because as soon like most of the stuff around here is like if I walk up to it and I beat the gym, as I'm walking away, there's another group of people there like let's take over the gym. You know, like it's. I uh, I was looking at who my second in command is over at the uh, First Baptist Church. And uh, her 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 gamer name is like Junkie Princess. I'm gonna have to get that messenger app and find her. She sounds like she's right up my alley. That's that's gonna be great. <laughs> then I'll have this crazy ridiculous girl riding around with me catching Pokemon. Couldn't help notice she joined my gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think so, this is the kind of gym you can just walk into? No yeah. dude. No, like, how do you think this works? Oh, it's your first time. I'll walk you through it. Yeah. <laughs> so you haven't talked about it, but. You have talked about dating and stuff, so I guess it's kind of out that you're not your girlfriend moved out of the house. No, it's not out, but but I guess you're going to tell her. Well, you just no, because on PKA you talked about dating. Well, we always had like an open relationship where I could fuck other chicks anyway. So, but yeah, she uh, she moved out. Um, I forget. I had a good place to go from there, and now I lost it. <laughs> I, I did. I, it, it was like no, Kyle would approve of this line of. 
Uh, oh, oh, oh. How's the house with the extra space? Like, th th is that made a difference to you? Is that, like, part of why you have another room of it? Like, I don't know what the... Yeah, yeah, some of her stuff's... Um, <clears throat> I, well, not really, I guess. Because she took no. a lot of space because she had an Etsy business going on, and then that would make her take more space than a regular person. Yeah, she was at the far end of the room that's to my left now, but... I'm still not utilizing that that space. Oh, sounds like a difference. That's where you're moving, though, right? The, your yeah, big room. Yeah, that that room is like the length of the um or the width of the entire house. So I don't know how long it is. Maybe 80 feet or so. No, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I don't know how long it is, but um, that's where I'm gonna put all the VR stuff, and I, I'm gonna put the uh, the gaming tables and my gym and assemble all that stuff in there. Is that the train well, room? <laughs> no, this will be the train room. I'm gonna put <laughs> a train in here. Right now, it's upstairs in the living room because I, I like I got it and immediately set it up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down here. How big is I, the train uh, set? Like it's a, not very big. Just enough to go around like the bottom of a Christmas tree. Just enough to get the job done. Yeah, yeah, about like that. Um, you know, maybe seven or eight feet long oval, something like that. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Texas to do my explosives training on August. Uh, no, uh, no, it's July 31st through August 3rd, which falls on a PKN, so we'll have to find a way. I don't know if I'm going to be able to record it from there. If I can, I'll do that, or otherwise we'll have to find some other way to record it. You've done it um, off your phone before. I don't know if you're that too remote for that. Yeah, see, that's the that's the thing. I don't know if I where where he's at. I, I I literally don't know exactly where he's at, but I know it's near the Texas-Mexico border, and it's a bomb range, so he's probably kind of out of... Right. Pop, yeah, know, they they tend to put those area. outside of the metropolis. Yeah, it's it's not like they blow stuff up 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 there, you know, every weekend, like every day, all day they're blowing stuff up there. So it's like uh so I'm gonna go take that class. He's gonna teach me a lot of things. So I'll learn how to do all kinds of cool shit from shape charges to safety procedures to you know, uh manufacturers and uh and all that stuff. It's gonna be really fun. Lots of high explosive training. Um, I might film some of it. I'll see if he's okay with that. I don't know if it's going to be like, I, it's probably gonna be like a one-on-one -on -one class, just he and I. Um, but, um, if there's other people there that would make it easier, obviously to kind of record while he talk to them, but I don't want to be like, tell me how to do it. And like recording it. <laughs> this it is for like, later. <laughs> it sounds like a really fun trade show. Like where you show up and instead of like a stupid, annoying business where it's like, you know, well, the reason you should invest in our plastic forks as opposed to their plastic forks or whatever the fuck this is like you learning about bombs and guns and destroying things from a real not to say you're not an expert in it but from like a guy who's devoted his life to it purportedly yeah that's what he gets that's what he does for a living he's done demolition work um he's done um he was on cnn the other day to show them what what the, the one pound c4 charge would have done to that guy in uh, uh dallas <clears throat> so he demonstrated that for them he, he blew up a wall with this with a pound of c4 and showed him and everything so yeah, he's a he gets he's been on a few TV shows. He's always an explosive guy for that. As a as both like a practical like this is the guy who's going to come and do the explosions, and also as a uh, like a in front of the camera talent. So he's a he is the guy who does the best best sling blade impression you have ever seen in your life. Mm hmm. Now let me tell you. <laughs> When this guy, I'm glad he's gone. We're going to yeah. talk about Sling Blade a little. When this guy has the same hairline as Carl from the movie, you know how it's like thin, real thin on top, and he has the same shaped head, and he's he's not as heavy set, but I swear to God, he like puts his head forward and like furrows his brow and does his lips and he gets the bomb. 
<laughs> Don't be scared. It's just a bomb. <laughs> some, folk, some folks call it C4. I call it a good time. <laughs> I swear to God, he looks exact, and he does the impression so well that it, that I, I was embarrassed to even do mine in his presence. It was so good because he had everybody at the table laughing their asses off. I'm like, Woody over there, he doesn't think it's funny. <laughs> Woody needs to come back and do some of his knee slapper impressions. Fucker. Oh man, the, uh, that kind of like weird asymptotically approaching Indian, but you never hit it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. All of his accents are asymptotically approaching Indian. Yeah, but I think it's because he worked with so many Indian people I, that, that that he got a little bit of a handle on on what they sounded like. But yeah, that's the that's the guy who's doing the training uh, class. I think it's gonna be fun because he's a cool guy. I've hung out with him before. Um, and it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to blowing some shit up. So is that going to be something... So you said he just he has demoed buildings before. Is that something that if you wanted to do that, after he's given you like a training course, you could go and they could say, all right, so I, I assume the way they would do it is there'd be like an engineer there who would be not an explosives expert, but be like, all right, this is what we need here, and then you would do it. You know, I don't know the particulars of that. I would imagine that I would need some sort of certification to work within specific locales like i bet if i wanted to do some demo work in chicago then i would need some more paperwork than i've got right now like some but kind of civil engineering stuff may maybe. i don't know you know eh, you would think that but i swear to god like i thought there was going to be a lot more um things to a lot more certification required for the licensing that i've already got um already you know i can I can get on the phone and order some C4, and they'll send me the C4 and the blasting caps and the detonators and all that stuff, and then, you know, I can go do some blasting with it if, if I wanted to. I'm all hooked up and licensed to do all that. So for all I know, yeah, I could go demo a building on my own if somebody would pay me to do it. They just have, they'd be like, so what are your... What, what have you demoed before? <laughs> I like show him a couple FPS rush of videos. <laughs> like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> it's like, this is my demo reel. <laughs> They're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. That uh, shows you've got experience demoing 1982 Ford Pintos and budget toilets from Home Depot. <laughs> is that correct? Yes, a, yes, not just budget. Uh, we go full scale sometimes, uh, depending. Uh, not low flow for us. I mean, we, we, we have some principles here. But <laughs> yeah, some of those are good uh, high end toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to be. Low end toilets, you get punctured by the, the porcelain more. I don't I mean, know. I, mean, I, don't, I think that's one of the most dangerous things if you're close to it. Those things are just sharp. They are. Where's the glass? I feel like. Mm-hmm. I f- <laughs> I'll leave. I will. I will leave. You guys got 14 more minutes of show to do. <laughs> you're on your own. Fucking hate so it. what's that bow behind you, Kyle? Is that your, is that a compound bow or is that just a cool looking like Lord of the Rings bow? That is a. I can't uh, see. Yeah, it's a recurve hunting bow. I'll grab it. I thought you were gonna do that thing where you he pulls another of what he has behind him out <laughs> from in front of him. You know, where you tell there him you like go. that's a really neat and unique weapon you have behind you, and he goes, "Oh, they sent me eight. And then they. <laughs> I've never gone bow hunting. I think he dropped his AR-15. It's all right. It has a bayonet on it, though. Like, it probably did some damage to something. Mayhaps. All right, let's let's make sure that's, that's steady first. 
Yeah, so this is, uh, it's hard to get it all in frame because it's so fucking big, but it's, uh, I don't know, to show you what the ends look like, maybe that'll give you some idea. It's a, uh, whatever that says. Martin. What's the pull on it? Uh, 60, well, it says here somewhere. I bet it's not. Probably 80? 55. 55. So it's, it's not too hard, but, and you're not holding it back, and there's no uh, let off, obviously, because it's a, a recurve, but you just kind of. Pull them back and let them go. Huh. I, was I don't think at... I'd bow hunting that much. It seems like it'd be so much harder and not that much more satisfying. But that no. could just be because I've never hit something with an arrow. And maybe when I hear that dull thud like it's an Urukai on Pelennor Fields, <laughs> then I'll suddenly know that satisfaction. Pelennor um, Fields, you say. Near the neck. Where are Pelennor Fields in the game? <laughs> in the movie? What's that? Where are the Pelennor fields in the movie? Well, the Battle of Pelennor fields. There actually weren't Urukai there. That was when uh, uh, outside of Minas Tirith. That's Pelennor fields. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Outside of Minas Tirith. Yeah, between Minas between Tirith, Minas Tirith and, and Osgiliath. Osgiliath. I no, want to no, watch either. the trilogy again. I, I, I should just like, hey, you know what? Today's vlog is me doing fucking nothing. <laughs> it's just what, have all three of them lined up for the big what, screen. What would make it interesting is that is if you literally watched the whole extended trilogy in one sitting, because that is an experience that's that's a little different than just watching the Lord of the Rings over the course of a week or two. If you sit there for eleven hours and forty five minutes or whatever it is, and actually watch all that shit, you'll you you might have a, a a better understanding. But I think you'll have a hard time, you know, like not getting distracted by something unless you like lock yourself into it. Dude. Yeah, I, I, I've become so distracted by everything all the time. I pretty much watch, if I ever watch a show, which is pretty rare, uh, unless it's one of the big ones, maybe that's not true, but I have a laptop on my lap a lot for these things. Like it's, I, it's, I just don't always give shows my full attention like it used to be standard practice. Check this thing yeah, out. Yeah, you, you got to give yourself, or you got to give Lord of the Rings, I guess, all the attention if you're going to watch it. Oh, that's awesome. That does look cool. Kyle's got a ba his bayonet on his AR. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, Lord of the Rings, you'd really like it if you sat down and you really gave it a, a fair shake. And I have the problem of... I feel like you're acting like I don't watching it, watch Lord of... Like, I've seen all of the Lord of Rings movies several times and I've read every book. No, I mean, like, fair shake is in, like, uh, like <laughs> it's, really it's like, watching no, it No, Woody, you way. should give it a shot. Like, that's totally not fair. I've seen them all. Like, I haven't watched no, them in yeah. one sitting, but... Uh, yeah, if you sit and watch all the extended editions at once, like, it, it's not 12 hours. It Realistically, though, it's, like, 10 hours, almost 10. But it's... I don't know. I, I have a lot of fun with it because I associate a lot of good memories with Lord of the Rings. And it's a lot of fun. Because I, like, I still... I was so fucking into that card game that uh, twice a minute during that show three times, four times a minute, I see a screenshot and I'll still remember every bit of game text on that card where I'll be like, ah, that was, you know, you know, raging Uruk, nine strength, four vitality, damage plus one, you know, cost <laughs> four, like all that nonsense. That one, I like the other one more, but that's cool. I think I, I don't know which one I like more. Yeah, this is, uh, I, like I don't know both. what the name of the skin is for people who play CSGO. It's really colorful and looks like a, like a graffiti. Monster biting something on the other side. Yeah, the one he showed initially was like a, a fade, I guess they called it, on the site. Yeah, yeah the rainbow thing. I forget what it's called. Case hardened. Case hardened, okay. Yeah, I like that one. 
You didn't get any tiger tooth, did you? I don't think so. I got that spider uh, pattern, which I honestly don't care for very much. Um, I don't either. They just sent this. I didn't ask yeah, for this. Yeah, I, I, I think what happened was they did. They, you know, they sent us a lot of knives. To be fair, like, like I, it's, I feel shitty complaining that I got some that I didn't want. But it was like, ah, that was the only one that I didn't want. Because they sent like a, eight knives each or something like that. And um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty, I think they're, they're really good display pieces. Like, I just, I don't know much about bayonets, but I can't imagine that this is the literal, literally the best bayonet choice if I actually wanted to bayonet someone. But as far as a cool looking thing, I, I think it's really neat. And uh, I'm going to put them on the wall, I think, whenever I get the gaming. It, yeah. That room's painted. I'm um, covering fuse boxes today. I, I'm trying to come up with something that looks slick to cover the fuse box covers because they look like shit if you don't. Hmm. I bought yeah, something I don't think silly. you'd want a knife that shiny in real life as a bayonet. <laughs> it's too nice. Like that. Yeah, but you'd not. have like raccoons and curious critters like crawling up and looking at it because it doesn't look the way a knife there. should, I guess, in battle. I guess most of those would be black. If you're actually going to go bayonet someone. Yeah, I would imagine so. I don't think anybody's going in with a case-hardened bayonet. No, probably not. But those knives are really cool. I just yeah, I'm a fan. I don't like the uh, the web pattern as much. But the tiger tooth one's really cool. I got I, I loaded up on those. What you got there? Dire Wolf shield. Dire oh, Wolf. yeah, I already saw that. Yeah, I've been looking at that. I bought it. Ah, it's a nice. $369.99. You, yeah. too, can have a Dire Wolf. Direwolf shield of House Stark, elite war shield. I just um, saw Handmade it. <laughs> item, materials wood, leather, and steel, so it's the real deal. Uh, will stop attacks from <laughs> men up to 5'4", women up to 5'9". It, um, um, it doesn't wow. say any of that. Um, oh, it does. <laughs> it does not. Yeah, it's it does. half inch red oak and it's leather and it's steel. That's awesome. We have a Game of Thrones room and we have like a spot over the mantle and we've been looking for a long time to put something there. My wife has no idea I ordered it. I'm not sure that this will be an approved purchase, but hey, that's... I'll rebuy that thing from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... It's a perfect thing to put in that. They room also up. have the uh, the Hound's helmet. I don't know if you saw it, um, mm -hmm. but they have a full-size replica of the hound's helmet which looks really impressive i bought it on july 2nd i just looked at my receipt <clears throat> so it should be coming sometime this month and i i look forward to that yeah that's awesome that's really yeah nice. <laughs> I, I i've been looking at game of thrones related stuff to like stick in my room and that that and there's two or three shields that you can get um they're all this like a similar don't quality, you think I we'd think. be the starks I, I i guess everybody thinks of themselves as the good guy but i'm totally a stark in this thing I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know. You I, see I me can as a bolt and you dick. The phrase are really pissy. You know, <laughs> like if you actually look at the history of how they were treated for so long, you can kind of get like, ah, yeah, they, everybody did really did poop he on the phrase. He didn't show up for the fight. Of the, uh, though they were cowards. They, they remember they called him the late uh, Walder Frey because he showed up for battle mm -hmm. after the fighting was already done. I mean, I thought he did that as well as like a fuck you to them. I think he's no, just always it, trying I to wait it, to weasel himself into power. In the book, I thought they clearly said he waited to see who the victor was and joined that side. Yeah, then you're probably right. I just misremembered. I just, yeah. I almost, I want to feel bad for their house some because they're all so ugly and they all wear terrible bonnets and it <laughs> looks dark and their food is the only house in the kingdom where George R. R. Martin spent one line describing it. You know, 
a pot of tepid stew went over the old man's lips as he grimaced at his six-year-old bride for not performing as as you know anticipated. But the um, yeah, okay, the Terrells now, now are pretty I'm on cool side. too. I don't really have a yeah. Fuck them. I I, th- I guess I'd be Stark. Yeah. Or ah, oh, there's no snow one. I wish there was one just for all the bastards in the show. Yeah, they don't have their own house. They should band together though. They have a rough mm. time. They have a very strong one. I am. Um, I, I saw a, a, a fan theory on Game of Thrones that Daenerys was going to turn into the ultimate bad guy on the show. That she would be like the major heel in the last two seasons that John fights against. Huh. Yeah, I, I would disagree with so. that one strongly. I don't think there's that can because there's no way that they could have a battle while that army of the undead are marching because that's going to be the the real problem. Uh, I, I, I again wild fan theory stuff, but people act like Bran is going to go back in time to build the wall and to do all this stuff with the help of the children who are currently dead, but not back in time. And yeah, and they, I they, think that maybe there's there was a line. Do you know when Bran the Builder? So when Bran was hurt after falling down on off the wall, there was a nanny or nan or grandma nan. or whatever who yeah, that's um, Hodor's. who yeah, that's, uh, that's cared Hodor's for him, man. and she often read these stories. And she said something like, you know, oh, I get all you brands confused. You seem like all one and the same to me. Because she would tell stories like from the old days. And it, the, the implication that people are getting from that now is that Brand the Builder and like there's a bunch of brands throughout Stark history are all mm-hmm. him bouncing around through history getting these things done. And my, the theory is that that's how he's going to deal with the White Walkers, not so much to fight them head on now. Although, here's a little bit of a time paradox problem there. If all of these people have memories of Bran going back and doing, being Bran the Builder and Bran the Shithead and Bran the... Bran the Sheep Herder. Raper, you know. <laughs> the you know, all, all, He's you know, I mean, stop in one timeline just to rape someone. <laughs> just keep it going. <laughs> Very I'm sorry. Bran the Raper! <laughs> you can't be that bad, I'm crippled. <laughs> just a lot of flopping around, really. Just like You that. have to be on top. <laughs> He's not crippled when he goes through his Do it. He walks around. So, 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 what I'm getting at is that because they that, that because we already have people who have memories of Brand the Builder, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense for them not to also have memories of anything else that Brand plans on going back in time and doing. You know what I mean? So it it, it would be mm-hmm. like so if they do show Brand going back in time and, and changing things, it's not like he's going to change anything from our current path anyway because their memories implied that he's. You know, it's the, it's part of a time loop. It, it depends on how true. you handle time travel, right? Like that, uh, the Back to the Future model of time travel would disagree with you. No, it wouldn't. It would because no, you could go no. back in the timeline and change it, right? And create an alternate timeline. But line. he's but what you're what you're the core of the theory is that he's already went back in time and changed things and become Brand the Builder and all these other brands. And for the narrative to move forward in the story at all, featuring time travel, he would have to be like, all right, let's go back in time and change things. And then he becomes Brand the Builder and all the other brands. But then what's the other thing he does that it, the, that affects some change on his current timeline? He has to do something back in time that he hasn't already done if he is supposedly Brand the Builder. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I hear yeah. what you're saying, and, and I, I follow the time travel thing too. I'm just saying it seems like it's there's still room to tweak the timeline or something. I don't know. Not from a narrative standpoint in, 12, in 13 episodes, though. 
I, I just because he'd have to because he'd have to make two trips back. He'd have to go back and change a bunch of shit, and then like a season would go by and be like, you know what? I hey, went back and made all thing. the things that we already had happen, but now I'm gonna go back and do a new thing. It, I, I just don't see that being plausible. I love the idea of it. I, I love the idea of it, um, and him, you know, because I, know. I really liked that Hodor. You know, with the whole the hold the door thing, like like when you when you have that realization that oh, it's been part of the plan the whole time. And, uh, I liked that. I, I I thought that was cool. But and so I, I, I wish that were the case. But I don't think that's true. I um, I look forward to the to the way. I I want to see how it wraps up. I feel like the next two seasons are going to have a lot of plot advancement, and we'll look back at it and be like, yeah, the last two seasons and two episodes of the third to you know oldest season, the one we just saw did as much as the seven years before it or six years before it like that the last two years are as much as the six years leading up to them and that's we'll see more anxious about them just fucking up in some way with the show than i am concerned about how it's actually going to end up because now i'm kind of panicking with like well shit like this isn't a lot of time to wrap this up did you um did you see that it's not coming out till summer as opposed to spring yeah. yeah, and it's wait. Is it still ten episodes per no season, or now it's seven per season? Right? Uh, seven and six. Seven I, then six. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Wait. So it's seven this season, and then the next season is just rumored to be six. So they probably don't even know themselves. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I I hope it ends up turning out all right. Yeah. Like the whole then, story of it, because I want to be able to, you know, it, it sucks when the last season of a show just just Bombs is not it. good but and I, then, it, and then the get whole memory out. of the show it has to be tempered with ah that so, last season normally they start filming in july but because winter is coming or winter has come at the end of season six they're pushing off filming to the colder months so instead of the episodes starting to air in march april they're not airing until summer so well, that's, hopefully it turns out all right. Yeah, Next we got a while to wait. And I don't know when Ricky Morty comes out. I've heard the 26th thing, like, reconfirmed and stuff. but I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah? It seems like they would be sneaky. Yeah, I just, like, do that seven days from now. They haven't nailed that down. Like, they're still keeping it a secret that it's going live in seven days? Yeah, at that point, it's just kind of... Uh... Uh, bad business. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you know, I got this great business idea. No advertising. None. We're going to release this huge, huge show that everybody's wanting. But the, get this. We're not going to tell anyone. As a matter of fact, we're only going to release it on Hulu. Maybe one of us will tweet about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Louis C.K. did. Right? Oh, Do you remember? Uh, his yeah. shows have been booming. His shows are not very good. Horace and as Pete? As much as I kind of like him. I I liked Horace and Pete, but it wasn't fun, right? Like So when he described it, he was like, there's no laugh track out there. And it's not all jokes. But when there is a joke, you put it out there, and it just sort of lays there. And, like, you know, there's no one there to laugh at it because it's not a funny situation. I I watched the whole thing. I don't recall any jokes laying there or laughed at. or There's just no funny in it. It was good. It was powerful. Uh, I got to the end. I, I, I felt sad. Um, it's set up in such a way that there won't be a sequel. Yep. Uh, I, I don't I, watch. I don't watch any of. I, I don't like any of his stuff. Uh, Louis C.K. has never entertained me. I, 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 
I, I don't get it. I, so I perfect, want to like I, him because everybody seems to. It's not entertaining. Horace and Pete is not entertaining, but it's moving. And that in itself, like, I'm, I, I'm always impressed when some fictional story moves me. And, and it did that, but, you know, it... I haven't watched Horace and Pete, but I've Wait, watched... am I uh, missing... T- please tell me what it's really called. You're about to make I was watching Louie or Lucky Louie. I think it might be called Horace and Pete. Maybe Horace and Pete is another show he's made. I have no idea. I just, I've only seen some of Louie and Lucky Louie, and it really is... Yeah, I have the name right. Like, in the beginning of the show, I think it was Louie. I could be mixing them up. It was actually pretty funny and more lighthearted, and then it just devolves into this big pout fest of... It's, it's like a dark humor and sadness masquerading around as though it's deeper than it is. You know, where it's like, oh, man, look at me. I'm, I'm living this deep life, single dad, kind of, with my two kids and in this big city with only all the money in the world to support me. <laughs> oh, my God, what's going to happen? Because like, in the show, he is Louis C.K., right? a wildly popular comedian who's a millionaire. And so it, it, it's really hard to put out the vibe of, like, oh, woe is him. Like, wow, raising those two kids with only a few million in the bank and everyone <laughs> on your side? Whew. Like, it's It's... I don't so, know. Horace and I, Pete, I do like him because check out this of cast. All, all it, of his appearances on ONA way from years ago. He was really funny on ONA. And that's I, why I liked him in the You guys course. have both missed something really significant in entertainment. This is Louis C.K., Steve Buscemi, Buscemi Alan Alda, uh, Jessica Lang, Stephen Wright, you know, the one liner comedian. Like, this He's is funny. The, dude, the, Kurt Metzger. This is a huge cast. Like, it's, it's a. Yeah, he plays a smaller role. But the the two biggest roles are Louis C.K. and Steve Buscemi, and then Alan Alda is probably the third biggest role. I'll um, have to check that out. Maybe I'll eat my words because I really I like Steve so. Buscemi a lot. I, I, Steve Buscemi delivers a powerful performance, but it's not fun. You know? It, yeah. I don't know. Like It's almost like if season two of Bill Burr's show, like it ends up that uh, the character he plays, the dad, is diagnosed with skin cancer in the first three minutes and then it's not like oh look at these wacky times in the 70s it's you know a commentary on the lack of medical access these lower income families had back in the day i mean my god think about it the implication like just <laughs> a silliness like that i don't know i feel like these comedians they get out of their depth when they try and get too artsy not to say they can't which but show is this i was talking about bill burr's show the cartoon? Saying that would be as though him oh. he did that. He doesn't do that. It's a comedy show. Yeah. So he's not trying to make big social platform issues or speeches. But it seems like Louis has moved that way. Like his last two specials have been not funny. And I go into those wanting them to be funny because I, I, I think he's a really funny guy. Are you grading him harshly though? Like like I, I like the whole, you know, but maybe thing, like it was funny. I, I'll admit I wasn't. I swear I can't get a ch- he can't get a chuckle out of me. I, I've watched like three of his specials, the ones on HBO, the ones on Netflix. I've watched them all, and like like uh-huh. I'll get like they're like an hour long roughly, and I'll get like 40, 50 minutes in, and I'm just like I've had enough. Like there's no way he's gonna just gonna close strong and it's gonna be all <laughs> worth it. This is fucking terrible. I and that's just my opinion of the guy, and I'm sure there's. Hmm. I'm sure he's done funny stuff. I guess he's a funny guy because everybody loves him. But I'm still waiting to see him do a funny thing. I, I can't I, tell you how how little I like him. I like Bill Burr, and I enjoy his specials and stuff. He, he, like, don't let me knock Bill Burr. But I feel like more than most comedians, he's so much delivery. Like, 
Bill Burr could tell a bad joke and a bad story and have me laughing about it. But then later, like, upon reflection, it's like, you know, that was just kind of shit. Like, I, I watch his one-man podcast, you know, sometimes. And watch, there's nothing to see. And uh, I'm just like, dude, you were taking so fucking long to tell your story. Like, you, there's no one interrupting you, yet you still can't stay on track. And then he, like, circles back to it. But he'll go, like, seven minutes off topic and then circle back around and get back to where he was. And it's like, this is just hard to listen to. You know, oh, like, I love that. I think it's hilarious. Like, I like the free form. Do you listen to a lot of it? Thing. I listen to it every week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of excerpts. I, I heard I, him talking about um, Goodfellas I, the other day. I, I thought that was just. So, I was like, wow, this is great. The reason I yeah. asked Taylor if you watch a lot of it is because I thought it was funny at first, and now it has just wore the fuck out on me. Like I. I detest it. I'm like, oh my god, you fucking ADD piece of sh- like. Would you just like like have a coherent thought and story in your head? You know, th- there are people who are good storytellers, right? Kyle's a good storyteller, and the, the story flows from A to B. His stories take wild detours into would you get back to the point land? And I, I like Bill. I, I love yeah. you, man, but God, get back to the point. Just like everything, it's all personal preference. Like mm-hmm. I. I guess I've got used to it because I've listened every week for years now mm-hmm. to the Monday morning podcast. And I like when he, you know, is like, oh, you wouldn't fucking believe what happened to me yesterday. Uh, I started out at breakfast and I was having these waffles. What the fuck's up with waffles or whatever the hell he does. Mm-hmm. And he riffs for a while on something else. I like that. It's like creative and fun for me to see like how, how his brain he, works. Yeah, how his brain works. That's a good way to say it. How and I also I like comedy where jokes. delivery is a lot of it. Because I think that takes a lot of skill and knowledge of your audience, like he does, to know exactly how to deliver something in that way and make it uproariously funny, as opposed to, let's say, I said the same thing as him, and it just falls on deaf ears, because I just didn't do it right. You know, I think that's really impressive. I'm more impressed when the writing is super strong. Like, I think that's neat. yeah, yeah, you could name some of the better ones. Chris Rock is in my head. Eddie Murphy's in my head. These guys would tell jokes, and like I could retell them, and they'd be funny. And I'm not. I don't know. Guy. Remember when Michael Scott? That's, that's what HR came <laughs> for. Michael Scott was literally retelling the, the different kinds of black people joke. <laughs> <laughs> he's You're trying. Butchering it. <laughs> he's trying to like amp himself up into it when he's like every time every time <laughs> I just start screaming like a black guy. Oh, uh, I, I have to watch The Office it like maybe an episode at a time because it's so teeth grindingly uncomfortable like Parks and Rec is a similarly shot show and it has some uncomfortable moments with some of the characters but it doesn't even touch the level of awkwardness and stomach ache that the office will give you when it Michael Scott walks in. Michael, I used to hate Michael Scott's guts, and uh, I, I still do to some extent. And I don't know, after the fifth or sixth time I watched through the entire like uh, series, every episode, now I'm just waiting for him to do his stupid thing. I still don't like him. I still like hate him as a person. And if I were a part of that office, I'd have dimed him out to corporate years ago and took and taken his job because he is terrible at everything. He's terrible at everything. He is literally mentally retarded. 
is he 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 is the worst kind. He is awful. It's absurd that he he's leads in that the position. most ex, the most successful branch, and he's actually really competent. He doesn't though. It's always on the bot. It's on the cusp. It's always on the bottom. There was one point in the show, yeah, in season four, when his branch is do is doing well, and they're and they're like, they, he like has this this dinner with David Wallace, where David Wallace is trying to figure out what's going on. The reason he does well is because there is no boss at Dunder Mifflin. There's a madman, and everybody else has to like work extra hard and pick up his slack. I, everybody else is good I at the job. I need to watch it again, but my recollection is that office is always the best in a bad company. And the other offices are all getting shut down. You know, The, the reason that the, that cute girl that kind of liked... Uh, Jim? Jim, thank you, comes over. Well, loved- her office got shut down. Uh, yeah, Utica. Um, but but see, that's as the show progresses. Yes, there is a point later on when they, when to to be convenient to the plot, they made Dun. Actually, what, the reason that Dunder Mifflin was on the bottom, they were going to shut Dunder Mifflin down. But remember, uh, the boss mm. from from the uh, from Utica or whatever, he leveraged his new position as regional manager to get a job at Staples. So now they don't have a now they don't have a is boss that in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then <laughs> they give Michael Scott control of the whole thing, and they bring all the people from Unica to come work for Michael Scott. He fires or they quit every single one except for one, and for it was um, yeah. Every history. one of them yeah. quits or is fired. Every single one of them by the time it's over. Um, the black guy he exposes as an ex-con and by through racism and some sort of prison bigotry runs him out. The fat guy he literally tries to lift onto a table by force, and the guy's <laughs> like, "I'm not comfortable with your management style. I quit." He's like, he's like "No, you don't quit. You're fired." So now they got to pay him severance. <laughs> he is just a bleeding wound at Dunder Mifflin. Like, it's funny. Like I remember the scene at Chili's where he landed the paper sales, and he was curiously competent. Right? Do you remember that? That was because, and it, but but you got to be care, you got to be careful there. You got to look at who he's selling to. He's selling to that the black guy from uh, SNL, who is like clearly also a doofus. Like it yeah. just so happens that Michael Scott's per, uh, uh, sense of humor meshes with that guy perfectly. He just fell into that. It like it worked. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He sold that like no one else could, and he does that a lot from time to time. But that's why he should. Be I a just sales. feel like he's. Like accidentally curiously competent, you know, like 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 at I, sales. Uh, yes, yeah, I would That's say where he should be. okay. He's it, kind it, of the example of the person who did well in their sales position, and so they were like, okay, you know, you're the best salesman, so you go to management, and then it ends up that everybody who's good at sales is not necessarily good yeah, at management. It's a very different he job. sucks ass at all of his responsibilities in there, which is why he's constantly walking out of his office going like oop de doop de doo or whatever he does trying to strike up a conversation because he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing and he doesn't want to be doing it so he just distracts his whole yeah he's not a good boss and he's an idiot but that's I don't like hate him okay so dwight was a terrible boss right he got in there he immediately like fired his six shooter and everything was terrible but then by the end remember when dwight did like a recap he's like yeah you know my assistant manager is my best man at the wedding and i've got this and i've got that and you're like you know what when you really tally score this is going okay and and while i can't i i don't have this stats to back it up i really felt like michael scott was in a similar position like you know look the paper industry is getting killed by these like bigger lower margin um companies like staples 
But when you really take score, he's making the best of a bad situation. That's how I recalled his his whole success. I, I, to me, it's the whole office pitching in to keep him propped up. And they sort of do that for one another, and that's what the show becomes about. You know, they all need each other. And, it, I, and, and he does see it as a family. You know, he sees the office as his family because he doesn't have a family. Managers get success for that, though. Like, you know, like, if it's like the only reason this is successful is because he's built a really good team that works hard. Like, yeah, that's that's his gig. That's what they do. But the thing is, if you put anyone else in there, it would, well, it, it, well, not some of the people they put in later. Like, like there were worse bosses than Michael Scott, it turned out. <laughs> Will because, Ferrell. I mean, the, the ship kind of, <laughs> the whole show kind of, it's it's a real downturn once Michael Scott leaves and they start in, injecting new people into the uh, into that position over and over. Um, I, I I don't like it as much at, at that point. But Michael's a fuck up. I would I would not work for Michael. Oh no! I, I would dime him out so fast for 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 any one of his many violations, for whether it was sexual harassment or misusing office supplies or you know constantly having liquor at our office parties like. <laughs> In like season one, Toby is like, Michael, you, you can't have alcohol at the party. And he's just like, Toby, no, no. And just Toby's just like, what's wrong with you? And just like, like, like that's, that's just, Michael just keeps going. He just, he's so By the, You can like, have alcohol at office parties. Like, that's a thing. I mean, that's I'm sure it's normal. company to company. But it, at Cisco, when I started hours? there, they had, yeah, they had every Friday mm-hmm. afternoon, there was literally like a keg rolled in at Cisco for the first two years I worked there. Were there a lot of ladies working there? Yeah, there were karaoke machines. Interesting. Sounds like a real oh, party environment. That everyone was, didn't want to go and be the first one to use, sat there brand new <laughs> for years. <laughs> I bet Indian people love karaoke. I bet that's a thing about them. I don't know. Do they? No. They're too no, shy. They... They're a pain in the ass. They, like, like, with a, like, with a shy American guy, you'd be like, come on, come on, come on, and enough peer pressure, and they'll, you know, give in. And it's fun for everyone, including them. With Indian guys, it's just like like they won't fucking budge. It'll never happen. It, like if you try to do the same sort of like, come on, you know, we're all doing it. I did it. I look silly, but it was a good time. You should do it. They just like turn it more sour and less fun until you give up. It's well, awful. They're no fun. I think that a lot of like uh, uh, Asian countries, it's you know, karaoke is really big, so yeah. that surprises. I've heard that Japan. about Japan. I guess they're um, not one of the fun ones. Uh, or at least not the IT variety of uh, the Indian guys. I'm sure there are some fun Indian people. Just yeah. not in IT at Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll call that a wrap? Yeah, I think right. so. That was fun. All right. Oh. Shit. My, I, you guys have been off screen for part of the show. <laughs> I see the issue. Well... Someone will be upset with that. <laughs> oh, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll be very kind about it. It won't be an issue. Um, <laughs> all right. PKN, episode 101. See ya.